Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Uh, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity, of course, to thank the community and everybody outside the state that continues to rock with this show. For more than two and a half years, you guys truly mean the world to me. Thank you guys so much. Of course, to Mike and Allison over there putting up with my, they say not divish ways, but whatever, that's what we're sticking with, all right? Thank you guys so much, Rogue Media Network, for everything you do for me in The Public affair. Before we continue with my very, very special guest, who I'm so elated is here today, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just some of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by Joe Over with Four Brothers Construction. He provides custom home designs and renovations. He also focuses on roofing, remodeling, plumbing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more. Darling Joe his entire team of men that are just <laughs> scrumptious, build affordable dream homes for you. Girl, they are. Okay, call the number on the screen to Joe Over with Four Brothers Construction. Thank you so much, bro, for being a longtime sponsor. Of course, to B&J Refinishing with my boy Frank Bison who focuses on resurfacing bathtubs, counters, sinks, tiles, and more to original showroom quality. He offers five-year warranty on most work and has the best prices in town. He also has inflatables, a mechanical bull, margarita machines, tables, chairs, a foam machine, and so much more. Frank, come through. She, I didn't know she wanted liquor. I didn't know. Frank, we need you. We need you. <laughs> to be and JB Finishing, thank you so much, bro, for sponsoring this episode. Oh, of course, to my boy, David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office to help you buy a home or sell your property. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea. Oh, I'm calling him on the screen, darling, for all your real estate needs i can't wait to take that picture with with my first home with next to him and i'm gonna look it's super scrumptious i can't wait david thank you so much for everything you do for me bro truly appreciate you of course to my girl anika armstrong with puis crab cakes of texas you like cajun girl yeah, yeah, Cajun. It's all about Cajun. She's serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. My favorite is the crabby seafood pasta. Now, their top recommended is the Southern Fried Catfish Special served with seafood pasta, potato salad, and six fried shrimp. The fish is topped with Houdat sauce. I'm not telling you what it is. Next time you come back to Texas, head over to the 108 Gym Drive in Hewitt and order online at orderpeewee'scrabcakesoftexas.com. To my girl, Nika Armstrong, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor, girl. Of course, to, to Waco Made Granite with Jay Perez and Henry Flores. They offer amazing granite, quartz, countertops, backsplashes girl and so much more perfect for rentals if you're flipping homes or if you just need something new looking you need something fresh looking waco made granite has got you you can also mention this ad for exclusive public affair pricing you can't beat this you ready 37 dollars a square foot for level one material beat that darling call the number on the screen for a consultation and follow on facebook at waco made llc to waco made granite with jay perez henry flores you guys thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair you guys are the goats truly appreciate you of course to Waco fencing and stuff with my boy Juan Morales. No one builds privacy fences and chain link fences for all perfect for that extra at home privacy. He also does demolitions, builds woods decks, stone patios, and gorgeous flower beds. Contact him with the number on the screen for your consultation. To my boy Juan Morales, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor, bro. Truly, truly appreciate you. 
All right, guys. So like I said, I've been really, really excited about having this next guest onto the show. This sits in as my second Hollywood guest. Okay, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> she's, she's passing through Waco. They said, Andrew, we got some time for you. We're going to pass through the show. I was more than elated. We all, most of us know her as Eva from Freedom Writers, um, but Miss April Hernandez Castillo, all the way from the Bronx, is here Hi. on The Public Affair. How are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> yes, honey. Oh, do you love it? <laughs> yes, honey. I love you. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> First of all, you said that in one breath. Thank you. Thank you. Let them know. Let I them just felt that in my C-section. I was like, yeesh. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. you know, I, girl, okay, I'm, I'm seasoned pro at this point. Don't do me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, I'm impressed. And if I wouldn't knew that you wanted liquor, I would have had my mom whip up some coquito for us. Okay. Wow. Yes, I would have had coquito her do that. Coquito in Texas, nunca. No. Yeah, I know, but my mom, my mom lives here, so it's whatever. Oh. Yeah, and she's from Brooklyn, so she knows how to make it. Oh, that's <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're both New Year weekends. That's yes. why I, I, that's that's why as soon as she was pulling up, like when she entered Waco, I was like, oh, I feel it. I feel the aura. Feel I feel it. Okay, we're gravitating towards each other. Just turn the GPS off. I here. love it. <laughs> no, April. I never meet New Yorkans that really? live in Texas ever. We're a rare breed. <laughs> what are you What are you doing passing through Waco, April? First of all, what's going on here? So I came here because mm -hmm. I was a keynote speaker at Texas State University, which oh. we did today, and we were talking about the mindset of an entrepreneur. Oh, nice. nice. Did you enjoy the experience? I did. It was amazing. Good. Listen, I just have to say, I know there's a hundred other places that you can be right now, but the fact that you guys took the time to come on to the public affair, I truly appreciate you. I got to give a shout out to JR out there. Okay, Jonathan Overa. Shout for out to JR. Yes, okay, Jonathan Overa out there coordinating everything, and I'm so happy that it's an honor to meet you. Honestly. Oh, I'm excited. He I was like, you. listen, he's Puerto Rican. He's <laughs> New Rican. I don't know. You guys have like this vibe. I go, don't. you don't understand. Yes. Tell her. There's not many of us. There's not. There's not. Especially not like, here in this state. Especially not here. Yeah. But anywhere else, I just feel like, where yeah. are we? You know where you got to go? Have you been to clean yet? You yeah. got to go to Colleen. We're all over there. Okay, oh. yeah, from the military and stuff. There's a bunch of Puerto Ricans out there. Oh, yeah. really? But if I, I told her, just tell her anything. I'll, I'll make the arroz con gandules with the penny. Okay, <laughs> we'll get the pacalaitos. We'll do everything oh for God. April to come. <laughs> I know, yes. I miss pacalaitos. My mom hasn't made it for me in a long time. So how, <laughs> when, when did you come to Texas? I moved to Texas. I'm 31 now. I moved here when I was 15. Oh, okay. so it was like... terrible when we first moved here. <laughs> I'm originally from Long Island. That's right. where I'm from. And, okay. you know, you know, we had the beach everywhere. We had the 7-Eleven. Right, right, right. Girl, we didn't even have 7-Eleven out here. Oh. Like, how, how we don't have 7-Eleven, I can't get a Slurpee. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? We can't walk to the store. I've never been to a 7-Eleven in you the haven't? Bronx. You haven't? I mean, oh, there okay, are 7-Elevens well, yes. in the Bronx, but it's not right. something where I'm like... But, like, you know, like, I feel like in Long Island, we had a 7-Eleven every right, corner. that's true. And then when we moved here, it's like, there is no store. You can't walk to the store. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. You are a freak if you walk yes, on the street. Like, sure. I lived in California. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's the same thing you have to drive. Yeah, definitely. I got you. Well, listen, um, April, I can just call you April, right? Of I keep course. wanting to call you Eva. <laughs> no, I'm going to call you April, okay? Call um, April. Well, of course, you're here to promote your new book, Embracing yes. Me. Um, now, mine is actually in transit, okay, oh, from Amazon. I'm okay. sad I can't sign I know, it. I know. I was like, damn, but that's okay. I'm gonna send it to you, and you have to send it back, okay? I'll do that for yeah, you. I'm gonna send it to UPS. Okay. But um, shout out to Jonathan Overa for bringing the book. But you know what, um, April, for people who may not know who you are, like I said, you're, you're we know you all from the movie. Can we get to know a little bit about you, um, life growing up of and such, course. please? Of course, I grew up in the Boogie Down Bronx. Darling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I grew up. You know, it is the home of hip hop. Mm -hmm. It is. To me, one of the greatest places, yeah. um, it's who made me, it's what has made me into yeah. the woman that I am today. I feel like I survived many things in Hollywood because mm -hmm. I was a tough girl from the Boogie Down Bronx. That's it. Um, I grew up during the crack epidemic era, so okay. to see 
and be in New York at that time um, and make it out mm -hmm. is an amen, it's hallelujah absolutely, moment. For because sure. not all of us get to really make it out. Right, right. So that's who I who I was, um, and I've just always had this dream to be something more. Yeah, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? And you I think it. like we just have that New York hustle. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Hey, I have to give one more shout out too because I saw you guys are friends on Facebook. I've never met her in person. Yes. Is Jeannie Ortega? Law? Oh my gosh. Yes. That's my home. That's Is that my your homie? homie. I was a fan back in the day. Are you serious? I was a fan. I crowded was my jam. I'm... That whole No Place by Brooklyn oh. was my C D. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh I was I stalked gosh. your Facebook, which you have to accept my Facebook friend request. Okay. And I saw that, I saw that was our only one mutual friend. And wow. I was like, Oh, I love How Jeannie. Random. So uh, you yeah. know she wrote a song uh -huh. for the Freedom Writers she did. soundtrack. Yes, yeah, she did. Was it It's and Our Time? Or it, which one was it? I, I don't no, it remember. Wasn't. I don't remember either. Oh, that's sorry, I just Jeannie. know like when she was there, I saw her and I was like, Oh, you Brooklyn Bronx. You know that whole thing, <laughs> yeah. and then we were when we were promoting the film. Uh -huh. um, it was myself, her, and mm -hmm. the the real woman that I actually played, the real girl. That yeah, I yeah. Um, and we went on like a five city tour, and mm -hmm. it's uh, that's what's interesting. Up. Yeah, memory. I just wanted to, you know, if she watches this, just say hey. Just we've case. messaged before, but oh. we don't. We've never met in person. So, yeah. I will relay the message. She knows I'm a message. fan. Please do. And if you I see Lumi D in New York City, tell her I said hi I too. Because <laughs> I love her. Anyway, no. I, so did you have to face a lot of hardship? I mean, you mentioned that you grew up in the crack era in the Bronx. Right. So was there a lot of hardships that you and your family had to face that, that were might have, like, hindering you from succeeding? Mm, I mean, who didn't have hardships, yeah. right? And who wasn't, like, sort of abused in those okay. times? Well, like, we're Puerto Rican. We were always getting our ass beat. <laughs> Okay. Right? I'm like, right. Hey, I think who wasn't why, abused during the 80s? Why is this door locked? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, it, it was just like, you didn't know that you didn't have because mm -hmm. you weren't surrounded by anyone who really had more than you. For sure. It's only until you move on and you're just there like, oh, eating rice with ketchup every <laughs> night is... Is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> White rice with ketchup. Like, I mean... <laughs> I love her. It is... I want to keep her, please. nothing better. And yes. let me tell you, I try. Uh -huh. I have a 10-year-old daughter yes. who I try to make her arroz blanco yeah, yeah. with ketchup and mm. eggs, right? Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. she nearly, like, barred. Then she was like, what is this? And Girl. I'm like, uh, are you judging my okay. childhood? <laughs> yes. I survived on this and For she sure. just was not feeling it. And that to us back in the day was like a commodity. Like we I loved I love that. That was my favorite that thing was, to eat. That's yeah. every day my mother arro blanco, arro blanco. Yeah. And if you know, you just like how could you not like it? No, nah, for sure. I got she's you. a little diva, you know. She likes sushi. Yeah, you know, okay. Whatever. <laughs> you guys are still staying in the Bronx, though, right? Yes, I still yeah, live in the Bronx. Yeah, you still reside in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. Okay, when I go out there, I'm gonna have to visit you. Please, yes. you must. I, yes, you know, I went to Manhattan um, a few years ago. Again, when I go, I, I, I make New York City a, like a day trip. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And we went to Kazanori on Fifth Street, I believe, in Manhattan. That's a sushi place. You guys got to go try it out. Okay? Mm. Just go try it out. Um, okay. So, so you know, April, um, obviously, I want to jump right into the acting yeah. first. Okay? So, like I said, a lot of us know you as Eva mm -hmm. from the movie Freedom Writers. Um, but before, I know you did some things before that. Like, if I if I understand, you were yeah. doing some stand-up comedy and stuff like that. Right? I with John started Leguizamo. as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I saw John Leguizamo perform Mambo Mouth. Hot. Mambo, I said mouth. That's how you know I'm a New Yorker. I, okay. Mambo mouth. Um, excuse me. Yeah. And I was like so inspired because mm -hmm. I never saw anyone who looked like me. Yeah, yeah. And he was our Lin Manuel before Lin Manuel, okay, right? Because everyone's all like, oh yeah, Lin Manuel. I'm like, before him was John Leguizamo. <laughs> okay. And 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 it just was one of these things where I went to Hunter College. Mm -hmm. I played sports. I really thought. Um, 
sports and athleticism would be a part of my life. Yeah, yeah. And then I walked into the chemistry class, and then I walked right out. I was like, <laughs> I am not. I ain't doing all this mess. I, okay. This right here is not for science. Thank you. That's what this I said. Is... Or construction or building. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now, I want a man that does that. Right. Okay, April. Right. Yes, with dirty fingernails. You know and, what I'm saying? Yes, okay. I just walked in, and I was like, yeah, we're not doing this because <laughs> that would be a waste of a gift. Okay. Um, why not become an actor and starve mm-hmm. for the rest of my life? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Eat one dollar pizza and call it a day. Or out of Blanco with, with right. ketchup. Right. Okay. Or ramen noodles. <laughs> or ramen or, noodles. you know, something yeah. that gives you diabetes. It's okay, great. Okay, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the platano maduro. That's true. Okay, you That's can't be forgetting true. all that with the maduro. I'm a tostones <laughs> woman, though. Oh, hey, but I am too. Yeah. I would just, you look like a platano maduro. That's kind of gross. Really? Yes. Is it my skin? I don't know. I, <laughs> I was just getting those vibes. <laughs> Maybe it's my faja. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So, okay. So, yeah, you started off with the comedy. Okay. So, so I did stand up comedy right. and, I, and I just, I, I decided to, you know, really pursue and take this seriously because my mom was like I don't know what the hell acting is but figure your life (laughs) out and I was like okay and I booked a commercial right just leave I booked a commercial which was the Mm -hmm. Yao Ming commercial with Yogi Berra which aired on the Super Bowl yeah yeah that to me was oh I made it yeah for sure you know and I was on a whole bunch of magazines Uh magazines were actually like what people loved right Um, I was in GQ magazine I was just in a whole bunch of other magazines and it was this trajectory of like Mm -hmm. I started working a lot really fast got you got you so I did a whole bunch of shows I don't even know (laughs) I've done so many so is Freedom Writers your first biggest that was my biggest film your biggest film okay yes and I've done so much television yeah girl I just saw you yesterday on Law and Order okay really I just saw you yesterday on Law and Order SVU oh my god I did girl I was was doing my homework don't play with me yeah I I told everybody shut up (laughs) I got to do something important tomorrow and I gotta go watch Eva on okay I mean that's like the, that's like the the, mm-hmm. the thing that a- yeah. actors do when you don't do like a law and order. You're like, man, I must suck. Okay, yeah. Just because that's just yeah, <laughs> you know who thing. doesn't do law and order. Yeah. And now they've been. I mean, SVU has been on for over almost close to I mean, tw- over twenty years. years. I think yeah. it's twenty one years now. It's crazy, and it's still there. I just want those residuals. That's, that's it. Okay. I don't need <laughs> like monies, and we good. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to be on set. I just want your residuals. That's all. It's forever. Yeah, for forever sure. Forever, you're getting. Residuals. And now you're streaming. That's awesome. Yeah. So so how did you end up getting cast for Freedom Writers as Eva? Mm-hmm. I mean, was that something, like, how did that all come about for you? I had auditioned, I believe, mm-hmm. like, twice in New York City. Okay. And at that same time, that's when I booked ER. That's before, oh, you yeah. know, Grey's Anatomy was okay. here. And I ended up booking a recurring role. Yeah. That was, like, my first, like, oh, more than one episode. What's up? And I moved to L.A. Okay. No license, no car, <laughs> straight like that's it. Hood. hood, like okay. straight up like we're gonna Girl. figure this out with the with the baggy uh, jeans. That's it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then you realize you get to LA and you're like, oh no, I need a car. Yeah. So I had a third audition. Oh, okay. But I didn't really understand the how big and important mm. Freedom Riders was. Okay. Like I really didn't. Right, I didn't. Right. I, you know, I was like, oh, okay, they did this, they did that. Yeah. But then once you started filming, you understood. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is pretty powerful. Yeah. But it's become this classic film. Right. Right. That now everyone knows it, even to this day, especially when the Rodney, um, not Rodney, um, um George Floyd was happening. Oh yeah, for sure. It resurfaced and had like, um, apparently I have like this meme of like I say I hate white people. Yeah. And it was tweeted like over 
almost like 90,000 times. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you were like, in the meme. I'm the meme. Yeah, you're the meme. Okay. I say I hate oh, white people. Oh, because in the movie you say that, yeah. Right. Yes, for sure. So, Jeez, that's, I think I made it. That's yeah, it. That's I it. can go home. Was it challenging playing a role like that, though, because it was based off of a real person? I mean, did you get to meet that person? I mean, it's always terrifying when you're going to play someone real. Yeah. Um, number two, I wasn't Mexican, so I was like, uh-huh. man, I don't have a Mexican accent. Uh-huh. I didn't, right. you know, and they were like, that's not what you want. To focus on. Okay. You want to focus on the girl and her story. Right, gotcha. And I ended up playing this young woman um, and who was a fabulous, fierce, mm. just no powerful, yes. no-nonsense little Mexican woman. Tough. She would wear heels like this big. Well, who's this big? <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, we're soul sisters. I love you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And she was feisty and she was powerful. And I uh-huh. and I understood why I got the role. You know, I think yeah. when I auditioned, it was the I hate white people monologue that I had to do. Yeah, for sure. And I just remember walking in the room and um, I'm seeing other Latina actresses and I was like... Y'all need to go home. Okay. So this is fine. <laughs> we, Name it we, and claim it. We okay. Got this. All right. <laughs> go ahead and step aside. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find a lot of challenges playing that role, though? I mean, I think the only thing for me mm-hmm. was understanding racism more mm. because I grew up in New York City right. and it is a melting pot. Right. Everybody's there. Everyone is yeah, there, right? Sure. You can get on the D train, whatever train. You're sitting next to millionaires going to, you know, Wall Street. You're sitting next to Muslims, whoever. So it, it's like I couldn't understand the beef and the racism between um, the blacks and Asians. Okay. Or that was very foreign to me. I got you. Yeah, most definitely. Did you um, did you get a lot of feedback from the actual person? Is it Maria Hernandez? Is that her name? Or? Maria. Maria. Reyes. Okay. I, why did I say Hernandez? No, Hernandez. she loved it. I mean, she yeah. she was she had a yeah. lot of input, and she was like, "Y'all better find somebody who can bring it." That's um, and and I think you know there were other actresses yeah. that were up for it, but I just remember saying, "No, this is okay. Let's do this." That's it. That's what's you up. know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I came all the way to Hollywood to 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 make my dream come true, and for then sure. to work with you know a two time Oscar winner. Oh yeah. That's I mean that that's gotta be scary in itself though, girl. I it was been... terrifying. Okay, it was terrifying. <laughs> I think before I you got here, I remember seeing her sick. and I was like, "Oh, um, <laughs> hi." Is Hillary. she at least nice? Is she at least nice? She's nice. She was. Yeah, she, that's what's she's up. so petite, and I was yeah. like, "I feel like Mr. Potato next no, to you." Okay, you. <laughs> hugging her, I'm like, yeah. "I'm gonna go vomit." No, I'd be. Um, it's just <laughs> one of those. <laughs> I feel I, you. Yeah. Aside from that role, has there been any other parts that you've played that have been super challenging for you, where you're like, "Ooh, I don't know about all this." Hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the role of being a mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, with a that, ma- was, with a that was something I didn't really sign up for, but it happened. Yeah. Any parts you regret playing though? Or? Um. No, no. I don't. Okay. I don't regret anything for as sure. of right now. I don't think so. No, Unless you find no. something that's a little ratchet, you might. But no. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's um, Google ratchet <laughs> April Hernandez. Castillo. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I feel like all yeah. the television shows that I've done, it's mm. it's always been exciting it's always been like i you know yeah i'm here for this let's do this that's what's up well goodness um april um, i definitely want to get more into knowing more about you i definitely want to talk about the book um other things that are going on in your life but we're gonna take a quick little break okay okay? and when we get back we're gonna learn more about april hernandez castillo we're gonna learn more about the book that's out now embracing me which i can't wait for my copy to come in on amazon okay i'm gonna send it to you so we can get signed and more so make sure you guys stay tuned in here on the public affair
Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this really, really great episode of The Public Affair with Miss April Hernandez Castillo. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to the queen, Miss Juliana Resendez with JR Renovations. She's a general contractor specializing in commercial businesses and residential homes. She is a true queen girl leveling the playing field in a male-dominated industry. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at JR Renovations and call the number on the screen right now for your consultation. My girl, Juliana, keep it pushing, girl. Keep it pushing. You know I'm here for you. I love you. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. Of course, to Bandas Hauling Service with Julian and Ana Banda. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up, they haul it away. If the car breaks down, you call Julian, he comes picks you up. He says he's going to be there in 20 minutes, but he gets there in 10. All right? Super affordable, super reliable. He also does junk removals, tree brush removals, and hauls cars in and out of town. Book now with the number on the screen. To Julian and Ana Banda, thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of The Public Affair. Oh my goodness, of course, to Embrace Fitness with Lisette Luna and Amanda Switzer. They teach group fitness classes that are fun and dynamic, darling. They specialize in total body workouts by Escalat and by Jackie and Zumba Step. Classes are Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. And if you need a building to rent out for parties and small events, they got you too. You just got to hit them up. You got to hit them up and they ask. They got, they got you. Lisa, Amanda, thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of The Public Affair. Oh, of course, to Ali's driving with Alexis and Diana Rivas, their convenience store located where the old Kobe's is here in South Waco, 2105 Dutton Avenue. You can stop by for delicious snacks or a cold drink because me and Emma are thirsty. We're thirsty. If you need a beer for a party or yourself, they got you with a huge freezer stocked with a wide selection of ice cold beer. Or you can order from the kitchen too with the delicious selection of food to satisfy your appetite or to go with that cold beer. Stop by this monumental convenience spot in South Waco today to Alexis and Diana. Thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of The Public Affair. Of course, to Parkway National Insurance with Nancy Polsini, who provides insurance for all commercial trucks and tractor trailers and also for all contractors along with home and auto insurance. You can call the number on the screen basically for all your insurance inquiries. She got you. Habla español también. To my girl Nancy Polsini, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, I can't go on without thanking my boy, Mr. Sid Rodriguez, who got me all snackish for this episode of The Public Affair at Elite Barbershop. I'm a snack, right? I'm a snack. Take me back to the promise time. <laughs> Located on you and Drive, you can call the number on the screen to book or download the Squire app. Walk-ins are welcome as well. They also have Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Clint Fletcher, and Isai. All snacks making you look super snackish as well. Elite Barbershop, thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. All right, guys, we're going to get right back into it. My very, very special guest, Miss April Hernandez Castillo. I'm so excited. Here we go. I'm so excited that you're here. I, I really am. <laughs> wow, you're hired. No. Uh, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Me and Allison, we're ready. We're ready when you are. You just say, okay. <laughs> I don't have a job. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, first of all, um, I want to get right back into it. So, of right. course, your new book is out now, Embracing Me. It's a memoir about your life. Mm -hmm. Correct? And yes. you know what I, what I like about this at first glance? It looks like a, a simple read. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like you're going to be, like, in it for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know... I'm excited to read it because it's not that long. Oh. But I, no, you know what I mean? No, because you know those books like Harry Potter? Girl, I'm not trying to read no Harry Potter. Okay, Harry Potter is like this big. Like, oh, I got like things to do. the best compliment. I'm going to read your book because it looks short. Because, no, good. no, but I'm sure. <laughs> did that sound wrong? I'm sorry. No, that's like the best compliment. Is it for real? Okay, good. I was very, I was very strategic in that. Because I okay. do, yes, I do understand that people are so busy. Right. And so distracted today. Okay. We really are. Yes. Right? At any moment you're sitting down, the phone goes off. And I wanted it to feel as if you and I are just having a conversation. Yeah. So when you read it, you're going to be like, oh, I hear April's voice. Oh, sweet. I hear it. I hear it. I especially if you are a New Yorker. Yes. I talk about New York. That's the first thing of being born in the Bronx. Yeah. And and it just takes you back um, okay. to all of those things that are very nostalgic. What inspired you to write a memoir about your life? 
Well, none of the pandemic happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you were bored. <laughs> so, well, technically I yeah. wasn't because I had yeah. kids at home oh, for okay. 24 hours a day. And yeah. I was like, mm. <laughs> and it was just one of those things of like, wow, my, my friend who published it, Roy mm-hmm. Guadas Jr., who um, has from Impact Publishing, shout out to him. Yeah. He was like, I don't have anything to do because the world just stopped. <laughs> and just I was stopped, like, yeah. well, technically, I don't have anything to do other than be a mom. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's really work on my story. Yeah. And they were just like, it was just perfect. Okay. It really was perfect. So I would write from like 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Oh, okay. And I then gotcha. my kids would get up at 7 and that, because that was the only time where I would get silent. Right, right. Well, because they're in school and stuff like that. Well, no, my oh. kids were homeschooled. Oh, they were homeschooled because, because it was COVID. COVID. Hello, I missed right, that whole right, part. Right. Okay. <laughs> and um, how I survived that, I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, for sure. But it's just, yeah. Did so you, my cousin, my cousin, my yeah. husband shot the cover. It's um, so cute. He's a photographer. You're, first Thank of all, you. you're gorgeous. You're so gorgeous. Thank you, darling. I feel like I need to make a cover photo like this for the public <laughs> affair. I'm going to show you mine. I think you're going to like it too. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to your DMs. Okay. Well, did you find it challenging writing a memoir about your life, though? Um, I mean, revisiting hmm. all like I mean the things that there were certain through. things that I yeah. I was the last you know th- my my biggest thing was talking about my abortion like mm. I you know I travel and I talk and I've done a TEDx talk I've, yeah I've gone on so many stages but talking about my abortion was really like the last part I needed to fully embrace me mm. as a woman okay I got you so when I'm talking about embracing me I'm like yeah that's truly just embracing every little piece about who you are, who yeah. you were, all the things that you went through and being absolutely okay. For sure. I got you. You know? Yeah, I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about the abortion, if that's okay. Because I know that yes. that's something that women, it's <clears throat> so hard for you guys to have to make those choices and right. stuff like that. What were your circumstances like, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, of course. I was being <laughs> abused. Oh, um, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Hello. I, was, okay. I was in a very abusive relationship. Mm. And when I found out that I became pregnant, I thought, my goodness, I cannot bring a child into oh, this world. Okay. Um, and I was a teenager. I was mm. terrified. Yeah, for sure. Um, but having the abortion was was the harder than being abused. Okay. Well, really. For me, yes. Yeah, yeah. It okay. was. It was. It it tortured me for many, mm. many, many years. It took me twenty years to actually talk about my abortion. Oh wow, really? Because people were just so judgmental. Well, they be talking, mean. right? Yeah. People are mean. Got something to say all the and, time. And whether yeah. you are from the faith community or whatever uh-huh. it is, it's like until you are in that position where you have to make that decision, and everybody has their own reason why they right. make that decision. Right. But for me, I was like, I I just can't be. Mm. Uh, I'm not prepared. Number one, and right. I and I don't want to be connected to someone who almost tried to kill me. So like, uh, let's okay. just let's just keep it real. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Um. And so I did it and. Did you tell anybody that you were doing it though when you did it? Like, did anybody know that you were pregnant? There or? were, there were just probably like five people who knew. Oh wow! Um, but my parents didn't know. Uh, oh, okay. You know, I, I went to Catholic school. Like, yeah. I, should, I was going straight to hell, in it. All right. <laughs> okay. The fact that yeah. I was even in a relationship, I was okay. going straight to hell. Yeah. So when you have those things and you're thinking like, oh my goodness, what and, is going on? And my mom and my dad mm-hmm. used to always tell me like, don't get pregnant, do this, do that, right. and. All of these things were happening to me. The level of shame that mm. you experienced, mm-hmm. it was it was intense. And yeah, so, I got you for sure. And then about the abuse, I mean, because you mm-hmm. you were a teenager, you mentioned, right? So you were From, fairly young. We, we started dating at like sixteen, okay. so I want to say like around sixteen and a half. Right. Um, is this like first love 20. vibe? Yeah, this is the man he was of my like, dreams. You know, the first boom. Puerto Rican. He, he probably got the green someone. eyes. He <laughs> was, no, actually, oh. he was very. He was just exotic. He was mm. dark, very darkly. Just he looked um, almost Native American. Oh, okay, in a okay. Sense. Like just someone that I'd never seen around the block for sure. And I I was just enamored with him and right. 
And then the beast came out and it was done. Right, for sure. Was it was it a long term abuse or were you, were you yes. was it just like one time? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It was around three and a half years. Oh wow. And really? when you're a teenager, think April about Darling, it. Right? Yeah. Like I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what are we doing? Well, I mean, but then you don't have a lot of direction either, I'm sure, right? I mean, because you probably didn't tell anybody that that was going no, on. No, no. Back then, you didn't mm-hmm. talk about it. You like, didn't talk you didn't about talk, it, yeah. there, there were no outlets the way we have now. There were mm-hmm. no podcasts, social media. There were no resources. Right. I mean, for back then, it was just you went to a shelter. And so they okay. didn't really have anything for teenagers. Right. And once again, it was the, the shame is why most um, women or whoever is being abused stay mm-hmm. in that situation right um because like who who the hell wants to admit that right um and you're terrified uh, and also if you leave you don't know how this person's going to react. react okay i was gonna say so when you did find the courage to pack up and leave what was that experience like it was well i i didn't want to live anymore oh wow that's how real it was yeah i thought i just want to end it mm-hmm but I don't really want to end it. Okay. You know, which is why when I'm talking to kids who are having like these suicidal ideations, I'm like, you're having a really bad moment. Right. And if you hold on. Right. And if you can just go on a little bit more, I, I promise you it will get better for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially when you're a teenager, like you yeah. have so much more of your life to live. Uh-huh. And for me, I just knew like, man, I don't want to do this, but I really, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And I just, I, I just, I prayed and I asked God to give me this this power to leave yeah, and sure. that was it i really just was like okay i'm done so you just got up and peace out <clears throat> i called him and i was mm-hmm. like hey it's over and he mm-hmm. came and it was a fight oh shoot but like that was it that was it that was it was it like, i mean when you say it was a fight i mean did you guys have like a fist fight and then he left like or? he came to my house okay. and we spoke and we you know he, uh, he obviously didn't want to break up with me uh, right right it was it was well, intense who wants to break up with april i, I mean, mean okay. you know darling okay. i'm just saying honey she was I a spicy a, puerto rican vibe i am <laughs> a snack too you know nice strawberry yes, but like, um it, yeah it was it was one of those things okay. of like wow um okay once i left mm-hmm. but it was in the in between where I left him, but then mm-hmm. I kept going back for a little bit, and that's where I became oh. pregnant. Oh, okay, I see what's up. Okay, mm-hmm. but then you're going back, and he's still probably beating you. No, right? it was oh, different. Okay. It oh. was different. I okay. don't know what it was, mm. but I remember it was just that moment where we had a, a, a night of intimacy, and right. I like I knew it. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just felt it. it oh, was just, damn! It was in there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, uh, yeah. I, something happened, and then. Mm-hmm. I became pregnant. I got you. What? And when I told him, he was like, "You're you're lying." I'm like, well, "Not technically, friend, because okay. there's a little human yeah, being inside going, of me." I, 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 I wasn't <laughs> lying the other day. Right? <laughs> right. I, I'm not lying. Yeah. I saw. I yeah. We were. So, I was there. You were both there. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So that that was the you know unfortunately mm-hmm. that was it and then I just was like, "Oh hell no!" Right. I will never be abused again i will never fall into a situation where i'll allow anyone to take advantage of me yeah definitely was that was the main situation and part of the abortion the fact that you didn't want to give this abusive man a child or maybe he was going to abuse him or was it did it playing being so young play a part in that role as well i think it was all of that it was everything right you know and i and i i also felt like i disappointed my parents Mm, okay you know, they tried their very best to send me to Catholic school yeah. and get me out as much as they could of the Bronx yeah. and give me some sort of future. For sure. So f- I knew, like, man, if I have a child, like, it's, it's just, stop I don't, I, I mean, look, I know successful moms. Mm-hmm. 
who were teenage moms yeah. and they are they're kicking butt. Yeah. But it just adds a level of stress to your life right. that you just weren't ready for it. I'm just And you ready. only you understand. That's what people need to understand. Only you understand right. it because you had to go through it. You know what I mean? I had to go through yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And it was a horrible experience. And for me, I never felt empowered. I didn't feel like, oh, this whole feminist thing. I just felt <laughs> like I did it yeah. and I don't ever want to talk about it. I got you. You I, know, which I, was like the twenty years later of like right. Maybe I should talk about it. Okay. Because whatever you don't reveal, you don't heal from. Yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? No, and I got you. A, a lot of the guests that I have on this show, April, they um, it's their first time telling their story. You know what I mean? Talking about being in abusive relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm really happy that you women... And some of us men, too, I've had some men come on here and, and say, yeah, you know what I mean? And we both know it's a taboo. Men are not supposed to be weak. Men are not supposed to be having not at all. There's no mental issues, no nothing. You know what I mean? No. So I, I'm glad that, you know, you finally got the courage. When was the first time that you finally told somebody, okay, look, I was getting beat, I had an abortion. Who was the first person you told them? What was that all about? Well, um, uh, my husband, who I've been together, we've been together for 21 years. Oh, okay. He's the love of my life. He's my boo. He's ah, my everything. Shout out to the husband. Shout out to the husband who's <laughs> holding it down. Oh, up, you know what? Mama is working. <laughs> um, he's struggling right now with my daughters. Oh, like, really? They look like they just fell off a ship. Anyway, <laughs> but it was um, him mm. that he was like this saving grace for me. He yeah. really came at a time where I just didn't know if I was ever capable of loving. Okay. And I didn't know if I was capable of being loved. That's okay. I got you. And he loved me in all of my mess. Yeah. And in all of my glory now. Yeah. Um and so when I revealed it to him, he's always been so empathetic yeah. and like it was just safe for me to be with him. Okay. And I'm sure it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders as well. Yeah, like when you finally, like, I get to confess. Yeah, I had okay. this moment. But publicly, professionally, okay. I didn't talk about my abuse until 2010. Okay. But I left in, like, 1999, excuse me. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that was a long time. Very yeah. long time. Okay. And then it wasn't until maybe 2015, 16. Uh-huh. Um, where I spoke one time about my abortion. Okay. And then I was like, mm, never again. Never again. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was too much. Oh, okay. uh, no, we're not doing that. It was baby steps. Yeah, it was baby yeah, yeah. Steps, baby April. steps. Yeah, okay. And then I did it um, in front of a huge stage. Yeah. Interesting. That's Okay, mm-hmm. I got you. You know, and your husband sounds like a really, does he have any cousins or brothers for me or anything like that? Um, maybe some maybe some uncles? I can ask. Ask, please. I would. I'll move back to New York in two seconds, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Somebody building the building. I got the, I got the Arohungandu list for you at the house, all right? What are you making tonight? <laughs> Malangas. <laughs> No, for real. Put a ring on it. Put a ring on yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm too much for the men out here in Waco, girl. I'm, I, I am. Can't I'm much. Even, I'm much. Like, how do you handle <laughs> I this? I don't. <laughs> I'm too much for myself, too. That's I the problem. Love it. <laughs> I, I've embraced the fact that I'm going to be single for a very long time. It's like I just told right. you during our break, you know, like, I think I was just a little bit much for people, you know? I'm right, very right, right. out there and, you know, whatever. No, but I'm so glad that, like, you don't mm-hmm. conform. No, you want, you want to know what I think about. I'm just going to talk about Waco for a little bit because, I mean, you are here. Right. And, this is your first time in the city? In Waco. Oh, yes. yes. Girl, when I moved here 15, 16 years ago, it, it was very closed minded. I was never ridiculed for being gay. Thank right. God. Thank God. Nobody ever ridiculed me for that. Oh, great. Um, yeah. So, um, and I've always been very open about that. But I think now, like, even like a lot of my friends, they're straight guys. And you can tell, like, sometimes they're a little bit, like, weird about who sees us hanging out with each other. But I complete, but I understand because right. it's like automatically we're sleeping with each other. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. So people are just like that. And I, I see it and I get it. And that, but that's okay. Like, I right, want right. them. It's, it's 
flow and they know I'm just official. I'm very open of that. I'm very slutty. And that's right. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. That's all I do. All right. At least I'm keeping it official. Leave me alone. Let me do me. All right. I Listen, it. I've had over 125 episodes of this show and I showed my ass every single time. All right, yeah. April. I, okay. That's all. Yes. <laughs> but you know yes. what? The city, I will say the city really has embraced me in this podcast. I'm very blessed. I am. I they, love, they love that. It. They love it. It's I different. think, you know, it's just this thing where um, Puerto Ricans, we're just different. My yeah. husband would be like, Puerto Rican was kind of different. I'm like, that's right. That's why we different. That's why we different. I don't know what it is about. We're just, just outspoken and just don't we are. care. We just, like, what the hell? And we you are know? a lot to a lot of people, but sure. to us, we're like, this is normal. No. <laughs> what are we doing? Well, and, and just to clarify, as much as I am much for a lot of people, especially girl, when I'm, you know, right, right, if right. we would have had some coquito here, some Greg or something, girl, oh. this would have been, I don't know about now 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we in here, guys, or whatever's going on next. But yeah, no, we would have turned, but I will say a lot of people have been embracing. They're, they're embracing to right. me, and I like it. They're embracing me. Okay, I love <laughs> it. In the book. Um, you know, okay, so I got you. Um, you ever think about how you're gonna talk to your daughter? Have you spoken to your kids about um the things that you've been through? Um, hmm. I think she's heard me in conversation because I've done so many interviews, like mm-hmm. on Zoom or whatever. But this is like my love letter to them. Oh, oh, okay. You know, I wrote this so that way one day when they can understand, I want them to know everything about me because I didn't know anything about my mom. I came from that era where the mothers didn't speak Mm -hmm. about their past. Mm -hmm. It was just like, you know, I'm your mom and that's it. That's it. And for me, um, I'm not trying to be their best friend right now because I'm their mother. Mm -hmm. That's what they need. Right, for sure. Um, But when they get to that age where we can... Like, hey, yeah. who are you? And and I'm constantly telling my daughters, like, I'm a woman first. Mm-hmm. Before you came into my life, yeah. I was a woman who had abs. Now <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Like, where but did now you got go? tiger stripes, girl. Don't play. I think that I don't. Oh, you don't? Thank God I don't. Okay, good. But okay. It's, you know, I'm not assuming that you do. It's a little okay. kangaroo pouch, but what yeah, am I going to do? Because you said C-section. I had two C-sections. So, yeah, There's nothing you, know you can do. About. I just go like, the faha, I better hold it. That's it. But no, it's funny that you say that because now that I think about it, I don't know too much about my parents' past. We never really talk about it. Most we, of us don't. And we don't, you know, we never talked about being gay. We never, me and my dad have never had that conversation. He knows. All his coworkers watch the show and they think I'm lit. But like we just never talked about it. That's no. just weird. That's a different conversation. Yeah, that is. That's it is. It, <laughs> yeah. but, but that's the thing. We'll like you just them. be like, okay, you know, like when my my cousin when he came out. Yeah. Um, my mom used to be like, "This, you know, I think he's." I'm like, "What, mom? Gay? Uh, gay? Like, okay." Dead. And she'd be like, "I'm just. He got a little sugar in his tank." <laughs> you Bro, know, the old Puerto Rican, school Puerto Rican moms be messy because my yeah. mom used to tell my cousins to ask me. All right, and then she's gonna deny that to the, her deathbed. And right. then listen, and then when you know when he finally came out. To yeah. me. I was like, full, yeah. yeah. We, I knew that when you were crocheting with my mom, like, <laughs> who, who's okay. crocheting at like the age of eight, eight. and like crochet something really nice? Okay. And he was like, really? I go, papa, yeah. papa, 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 papa. yes. Don't play I just want you to be okay. Yeah. I want you to be. Just please. I that's, don't ever want you to feel like, you know, when you're around. But, yeah. you know, my mom's old school. And, and when she was when she was alive, she'd be like, there's no holding hands. There's no holding <laughs> okay. hands when you with your, you know. And I'm like, and stuff. okay, yeah. mom, even though he pays bills, it's fine. It's great, though, because I tell all my straight friends, I can't wait till I have a nice construction worker man who decides he wants to be gay for me. That I have him at all the parties so I can kiss him in front of all of them. I can't wait. I can't wait for those days. It's coming, guys. It's coming. <laughs> right? And I'm going to be like, ooh, babe. Oh. Okay. I said a construction <laughs> no. 
<laughs> yeah, All you know, building I-35. That, so that way you guys aren't stuck in traffic. That's true. <laughs> okay, you know what? Um, gosh, April, I know you guys are on a time crunch, but there, there's a, um, another thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, your daughter, Summer Rose, mm. okay, is she stars in Alma's Way, which is a cartoon, yes, right? Yep. Can you talk to me? How much of an inspiration did you play for her to do something like that? Was that something that she wanted to do or... No, I mean, listen, I think she is, I think she's finding her own way. I think yeah. she's finding her own just platform. Okay. But obviously being in a home where both of her parents are creatives mm. and me being in the industry and me being a speaker, I would always prepare and she would watch me. Yeah. Uh, and, and she just, she just found it. She, she just found just... it. She's, she just has it. Okay. And so the cartoon was created by Sonia Manzano, who we all know as Maria from Sesame Street. Oh, yes. And I, every time I am around her, I still don't know how to act. Okay. Because I'm like, <laughs> Summer, that was everybody's Thea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for um, sure. And she was the one person that resembled us. Yeah, most On definitely. such a big platform. Right, right. Um, and then when you meet her, you're just down to earth. So Alma's Way is about this six-year-old little girl who lives in the Bronx. Yeah. And my daughter is the voice of the main character. Uh, so they got a season two. Oh, and good. last week we were in L.A. She mm -hmm. won a, an Imagen Award for oh, Best Voice Over Actor. Congrats to her. And uh, she beat Aldoy Zaldana. That's uh, what I'm going to say. I'm just, you darling. know. Oh, take a sip mm -hmm. of Pretend that there's Grey Goose in here, please. I'm totally <laughs> doing that. Listen, um, JR, you know I'm mad at you. I was going to bring her booze. All right. <laughs> Probably not. And, <laughs> and when they called her name, mm -hmm. I literally was like, oh. Oh shit. okay. Shit, they really <laughs> called her name. That's what's up. Like, yeah, you know, I was like the BX was in the Loud, house, okay. You know. Of course, keeping yes. it classy somewhat. How do you with you being a successful actress and mm -hmm. now author and, and mm -hmm. all the accomplishments that you have and you know, surely you're giving your kids a different life that you than you had growing up. You know what I mean? Obviously. Right. Um how do you keep them humbled and grounded and not spoiled brats? You know what I mean? They go and clean the bathroom. Really? <laughs> You know that dark spot in the bathroom of the toilet where Girl. there's, like, there's yeah. hell. You know that there are demons back there. And you just go, oh, yeah. you won the award? Fantastic. Now go and get the rug and do what you need to do right. and then clean your room. So they're still doing chores. Absolutely. She's on a, she's on a great cartoon winning awards. She has a bank account. My girl yeah. be like, I could go shopping. I'm like, um, you can. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah, no, I don't play that. No, I don't. Okay. I don't have time for raising a brat. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to raise a child who is not grateful. Right. I just, I don't have time to raise a child who doesn't have manners. Mm, I got you. I'm like, we're not doing that. Okay. And stay we're, in the room when the adults come over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's going on here? Yeah. Why, why are you talking? Okay. Why, like, what, nobody what asked you, you nothing. What are you doing? Why are you what, here? What, I see the dark spot. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. one of those things where we're constantly talking to her and mm. you know, she like we, we live in an okay neighborhood in the Bronx, but yeah. we're ready to we're ready to just leave. We're done. Uh, okay, the Bronx you. is 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 on fire right now. Yeah, for sure. But when she goes back to where my dad lives, mm -hmm. um, is where I grew up. I go, oh, you see the difference. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm like, welcome to the hood, to mama. The hood. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, what's the hood? I'm like, you're Girl, in it. Here goes. You're All in right. it right now. <laughs> so she understands, yeah. and it's and it's a constant having her just understanding, like mm. hard work. Oh, uh, okay. That's it. That's what's up. Let's celebrate for yeah. a little bit, but then understand, like, there's more there's work still to things do. Things to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. yeah, and she's got her whole life ahead of her. Yeah, I mean, literally has yeah, her whole so life. So get it together. It's just the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> like, you're gonna pay for college, so let's go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My residuals they late. <laughs> Freedom writers they forgot. They have forgot. <laughs> it's one of those things yeah. where it's a, it's just you know, and and, and she understands yeah. that, and that makes me proud. That's good. I'm she so, is yeah. not. She's not a brat. Um, mm. she's just oh, they. they 
Like, you know, like, yeah. Okay. Uh, listen. Yeah. Okay. April's so, gotta go. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. Listen. Uh, first of all, big ups to you and, and everything um, that you've accomplished, and I'm so grateful again that you're here. Uh, what's next for you? When? When can we? What can we expect next? I mean, obviously, the book is out now. Yes. We can get it on Amazon, anywhere you can get books. Um, okay. Speaking, I've been doing that, which is like growing so much. Mm-hmm. Like I said, shout out to Texas State University. Yeah. My focus right now is really managing my daughter. Okay. Um, my, my husband retiring and us elevating. You know, we were shooting a documentary, so hopefully we get to oh. finally finish it. I can't wait to see it. Please send it to me. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. Being a documentary. You're like, yes. oh, wow. I didn't realize how hard this was. Yeah, for sure. But really just, you know, elevating her and everything that we do together. Okay. So your main focus right now is your daughter's Is my daughter. Career. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that we can expect to see you on in the future, though? Um, not that I know of. I mean, because you're I a mean, prominent actress. It's not Yeah, I'm still you. You auditioning. I mean? I'm still yeah. working. I mean, last year, I worked several times. I was on The Prodigal Son. I was on Gossip Girl. Okay. So people were asking me, like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm always working, That's honey, it. That's all the it. time. Yeah, you st- you're, you know? you're booked and busy. Yeah. Right. And when are you going back to the Bronx tomorrow? I leave on Thursday. On Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you so much for dropping by. This was amazing. No, I know it's so great to meet you, honestly, and I'm so happy that you had a good time. I really am. I did. I just wanted her to be regular. That's all I. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. No Hollywood. You nothing. know, I'm just a regular schmegular <laughs> girl from the Bronx. <laughs> okay. In the words of Cardi B. Tell Cardi we said hey. All yeah. right. <laughs> April, thank you so much again. Um, you guys, don't forget to pick up her new book. It's out now. Embracing me. I can't yeah. wait to get my copy. I'm gonna DM you. You know, for your address. I'm not gonna go stalk you. I promise. I just need to send it to you so you so can, I can sign, sign it. To Please. I will. I promise, I promise you. You can ask Adasa and Jeannie. I'm not crazy. I promise. I'm book, I'm booked and busy here. All right? I love it. All right. No, thank you. It was such it was such an honor. I loved meeting you. Thank you so much. To everybody who tuned into this episode, thank you guys again so much for all the love and support. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Miss April Hernandez. Thank you so much yes. for coming. Um, before we go, let me give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors. We got some time. Yes, a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located at 3304 Franklin Avenue. They offer team, small group, and individual skills training girl they also have elite skills training to make your kid a superb star athlete open plays mondays and wednesdays for ages 16 and older at 8 30 p.m only five dollars to play Marl, he's a little he's short he's a little silly buns all right it's only five dollars to play thank you so much soko soccer academy follow on facebook and instagram at soko soccer academy and soko soccer 254 respectively of course to montezuma boxing with my boy edward baragan it's a boxing gym dedicated to train you to be a superb boxer and of course to get into shape dialing out for walk-in workout classes at 5 30 a.m and 7 30 p.m and of course you can sign up for their boxing classes to improve that hand-to-eye coordination and overall better physical conditions. Girl, you already know Montezuma Boxing is training champions, darling. Call the number on the screen or follow on Facebook. Montezuma Boxing, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to VS Transportation LLC with Pelon Villa and Yasmin Landeros. They provide power-only services locally and over the road at an affordable rate. They also move freight in the drive van, such as box items, palleted materials, most retail dry goods, and more. And now Yasmin's out there doing hot shot services, girl. Yes, get your life. They're independently owned. Call the number on the screen today for more information to VS Transportation LLC. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Sonia's event planning and rentals girl with Sonia Childers. She's an event planner that specializes in weddings, quinceañeras, baby showers, corporate events, and more. Now, she's appointments only, but you can take the stress of planning your event off your shoulders by reaching out for a consultation at Childers1994 at yahoo.com or call the number on the screen to my girl Sonia's event planning. Sonia Childers, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor girl. I truly appreciate you. Oh my goodness, of course, my boy Jeffrey Monreal with Boyo Box and Audio, home for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more, darling. Definitely a jack-of-all-trades and your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. My boy Jeffrey out there doing it. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, bro. And of course, oh, 
<laughs> of course, the fat boy Michelada y Botana with my boy Junior Banda, who provides the best Michelada and Botana plates for yourself. You got to try some. If you were here, if you were here later, I would get you one. Right? He has a menu of ton of different items, including Botana bowls, chamois, pickles, and more locally operated. So make sure you get the best and not the rest. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fat Boy Michelada y Botana. Place your order now. My boy Junior Banda with Fat Boy Michelada and Botana. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor. To everybody that tuned into this episode, thank you guys again so much. I'm so um, humbled and overjoyed to have had Miss April Hernandez Castillo here on the public affair thank you girl and don't forget guys to always keep it between us <laughs> this has been a rogue media podcast 